This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. While most expecting parents have the daunting task of picking out a name for their baby that is cute, and it won't seem dated 40 years later, but for expectant parents of multiples, you've got to pick out two or more names at the same time and decide if they should go together or be completely independent. Are you stumped for ideas? We can help. Today, we're here to talk about trending baby names for twins. This is Twin Talks. The ultrasound shows your babies to be healthy. What? Did you say babies? You're huge. Are you having twins? Are they natural? Which one do you like better? Twins, huh? My neighbor's cousin's brother's uncle's a twin. So can they read each other's minds? How do you tell them apart? Twins? You got a two for one. Do twins run in your family? Double trouble. You're not having any more, are you? At least you're not Octomom. If you're pregnant with twins or you're an experienced twin parent, odds are you've heard it all before. Now it's time to hear from the experts. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. Welcome to Twin Talks. Twin Talks is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for expecting and new parents of twins. I'm your host, Christine Stewart-Fitzgerald. And yes, I am a parent of twins. I've got two identical girls who are now nine years old, and they think that they're probably 13. I have a singleton girl who is six, and she thinks she's the third twin. So let's just say (laughs) we've got a lot of estrogen in the house. (laughs) Yes, you do. um, And also joining us today is our producer, Sunny. So welcome. Yes. (laughs) So my family, I am a mom of four kids. My youngest two are twins. They're five. I have identical girls, Ainsley and Addison. And then I have two older boys, Sayer and Urban. I'm saying all their names because this is a show about names, right? So we're going to, I'm sure, analyze our own kids' names here. And so, yeah, so we're a full house too. We're done having babies. So the twins were our last and uh, we got uh, two of each. So we're pretty happy with that. I want to let everyone know about our app where you can listen to Twin Talks on the go. It's actually an app called Parents on Demand because that's the network that we're part of. And it's available on Apple and Android. You can listen to Twin Talks, but you can also discover more great podcasts geared towards parents and families. And it's really fun. They've got categories. So if you log on to the app and you're not sure what shows to check out, you can kind of explore some of the stuff. And let's say you want to hear more podcasts about pregnancy, click the pregnancy button and a bunch of podcasts will pop up. So it's just really fun for those of you who are podcast enthusiasts to find a ton of great shows right at your fingertips. And again, you can take it wherever you go. And you know, we should introduce our expert today. So <laughs> we've, we've got with us Jennifer Moss at babynames.com. So it's a leader in the baby naming for over 20 years. And so Jennifer, you want to tell us about your family and uh, maybe your children's names? Yes, I came from a family of all girls too. Talk about estrogen. And um, so my two older sisters were seven and eight years older than I am. So they got pretty traditional names, uh, Kate and Sue. And then I came along and I was given like the top 10 name for 15 years, Jennifer. And then five (laughs) years later, my baby sister was born and my mom 
went a little different with that one. She was named Mallory. And that was before family ties. So nobody had really (laughs) heard that name, especially for a girl. You know, it was used as a boy's name over in the UK, but very traditional. And it was also a surname. Um, But, you know, a little background on that, why she kind of got a little kooky is she heard that um, the puppeteer Sherry Lewis had named her daughter Mallory, and that just stuck with her. That kind of goes into, you know, name influence that was a celebrity baby name. I love Sherry Lewis. I haven't heard that name in such a long time. Lamb Chop. And what were the other ones? I can't can't remember. I loved her, I don't remember. All I remember is Lamb Chop. Yeah. It it can. She kind of had a resurgence in the 90s again when my daughter was little. Right. Well, at least she didn't name her kid Lamb Chop. That would have been not so good, right? Exactly. (laughs) Right. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so we are going to introduce you guys to an app. It's not a new app, actually. It's been on the market for a while, but they have some really cool features and some new things that they've added. So I wanted to tell you guys about it. It's called Archive. It's actually Archive. It's really hard to say if you like say <laughs> like all the letters Art-chi- in there. Hi. Wait, how, do you, how do you spell that? So it's A-R-T-K-I-V-E, and it's from the Kive company, if you want to Google this. But it's available on Apple and Android. And This is what it does. So, (laughs) okay, you guys are probably going to feel my pain here. Your kids come home from school and they bring home artwork or perhaps they're in preschool, whatever. And you're stuck with all this stuff. And especially as a parent of twins, a lot of times you're getting double of everything, right? Absolutely. You're coming home, your daughters, your kids or whatever, they created the exact same artworks. Just one has one name on it and one has the other. And we don't want to be mean with this stuff, right? But (laughs) it gets to a point where you're kind of like, what am I going to do with all this stuff? I only have so much room to like keep artwork for, you know, when they're 21 and I want to embarrass them or whatever. Right. The case yeah. May yeah. Be. Oh, exactly. So, yeah. So, what are you going to do? So, archive is a way to preserve these memories. And you can do a couple different things with it. They used to have a free account, which is how I originally got familiar with it, where you could take a picture of the artwork and you could save it and you can save multiple kids. So you kind of have it's the same account, but you can like enter each child. So if you had multiple kids like we do here on Twin Talks, you know, you basically take a picture of the artwork and then you can say, oh, this was for Ainsley. This was for Addison. You can enter the date. And then it used to be that you could just take a picture of it. And that was kind of it. But now they've kind of taken it a step further. They actually will send you a box. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. So you pay for the box initially. It's like 25 bucks, something like that. And you pay for the box. And then whenever your child's artwork kind of qualifies, like, you know, (laughs) 
<laughs> let's just face it. We all go through that. We all have to qualify the artwork. Right. Is this good enough to save? Or do I just have to be polite and say, yes, honey, that's so good you did that today, right? There's a few different categories. So if it's good enough to save, you can literally throw it in this box. And then when you're ready, you ship it in. And they do charge you. I don't know if it's per piece. There's actually like a little slider on their website. So you can say, oh, I'm, I have 70 pieces. What's that going to cost? Oh, and you can send it in. Mm-hmm. So you send it into them. They take the picture so you can easily be able to share it with family and do all that kind of stuff. But then they also take it and they put it in a book for you, which I thought was pretty oh. cool. Yeah. So instead so, of just taking the picture and then you're going, okay, well, now I have to make the book, you know, using, you know, the Apple right. book or whatever, um, then they, they're they doing all the legwork. So you just – They're so doing the all the for you. The only thing you really have to do is just dump it in a box and put it in the mail at the end of the year. <laughs> exactly. And I was thinking this – that could get really costly because I'm going to be honest, guys. These boxes are pretty expensive. Like convenience costs money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you had, you know, if you, if you literally kept a box – see, I have four kids. So I was like, well, if I just keep a box to the side, and again, when that artwork qualifies, and it, it can be across multiple kids. So, you know, you can have, you know, five pieces from this kid and three pieces from that kid, and you just put it in the box. And then each year, you know, you just send the box in, and then you pay the fee. Like, honestly, it's going to be around 100 bucks. I'm not lying. It's pretty expensive. But then you have this book. You didn't have to do anything, really, to get right. the book. Um, I know a lot of parents are using it. Like, they put it on their coffee table. Or, you know, who knows how you're going to use this in the future. It's, it's just probably a, a nice better quality. Yeah, better quality artwork than you would yeah. really do on your own. And they're, mm -hmm. they've got the whole little setup. So it's lit. Yeah. And you don't have these, you know, kind of funky, like, oh, yeah, it's a little my picture's a little blurry. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and I do that all the time too. It's like my kid bothers me while I'm taking a picture and suddenly the whole thing's blurry. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about any of that. You just put it in the box, ship it off. Um, so that's like their top tier. And then there's other pricing packages available. So if you're like, well, I pretty much just want to be able to use the app, take the pictures, send it to friends and loved ones. They've got packages for that. They've got packages with that. Plus, you know, you'll get a book, but it's a smaller book or, you know, Things like that. So there's like three or four different packages you can choose from. Um, the free version is no longer available. I just tried to sign oh, into bummer. my old account today. Yeah. So, I mean, they're for-profit business. What are you going to do, right? right. Everyone's got to make money. But I still think it's an awesome idea, especially if you just feel like artwork is coming out of your ears and right. you don't know what to do. And I think archive. for all the tidying up fans, this is probably a really great solution, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. You can, you, can say, exactly. you can say, this brings me joy. Way, but you don't have to have the thing actually sitting in your house, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a fire hazard, right? <laughs> in so many ways. Yeah. So if that sounds good, guys, check out Archive again, A-R-T-K-I-V-E and see what you think. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, we're 
here today with Jennifer Moss of babynames.com, a leader in the baby naming for over 20 years. And we're here to talk about inspirations and trends for naming twins. So welcome, Jennifer. Um, so, okay, I, I, I got to ask you, so how did you get into um, the baby naming business? <laughs> I have always been obsessed with <laughs> names ever since I was a kid, I would like pour through the phone books back when we had phone books <laughs> and like would, an, would announce like funny and interesting names to my family. And so that was weird to begin with. But, you know, then when I graduated college, I became a programmer and um, did a software program that was a baby names book, basically, but had a little database. And then when the internet came about for public use, I was like, oh, I'm just going to put this database online and see what happens. And, you know, the rest, as they say, wow. is history. Like everyone wanted it. You know, as soon as I registered it with the search engines, people just started coming in droves and it became what it is Right. Today. Wow. So you started out, you know, you've got inspiration just kind of like, well, this is unusual and what, what does it mean? And and then now as parents, you know, yeah. we have this this daunting task. We've got to pick out, you know, for if it's a singleton, a baby name, and we've got all these different things to, to consider. And now for twin parents, oh my gosh, you know, you have to pick out two names. What do you think? What's the biggest challenge? Yeah, we have this big baby naming survey going on. And I think this is interesting because one of the questions is how hard is it or was it to choose a baby name on a scale from one to 10, where one is super easy and 10 was super hard. And you'd think it would be a bell curve and that everyone would end up in the middle, but most people chose number 10. It's really hard to come up with a baby name. And so there are a lot of challenges that parents face, even with just single babies. And mm -hmm. that is, you know, they could have too much input where they're bouncing things off friends and family, and that just might confuse them. They have, you're coming together usually with two parents, Um and so each of those parents has not only preferences, but aversions. So you have to think oh, of that, right. <laughs> you know, like the bully from second grade or people you just didn't like or people you work with or your boss's name, <laughs> things mm -hmm. that, you know, you also have to bring to the table. So there are names you have to eliminate on both sides. So um, and because you're naming two children, again, everything's is double. So all those challenges are compounded. Wow. Now, that's so interesting to, to think that um, naming, it's, it's not just, you know, thinking of something that's that's creative for someone mm -hmm. else, but it sounds like, you know, yeah, it, it could trigger us as parents in some way. <laughs> if we can imagine we're calling the name of, of somebody that we it reminds us of someone we don't necessarily like or, or an ex or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, I definitely had some of those on my list. I basically asked my husband in advance. I'm like, just write them down. Write all the girls' names down and, <laughs> right. and we're exactly. totally eliminating those from the list. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so what's your general advice for naming twins? I mean, okay, so if you, if you have to do, let's say, just two names, we'll just, well, I know, and I know for triplets, you got three, but... Um, should you try to match them or not to match them? What do you, what would you say? Well, you know, as a company, my mom was an early childhood expert and was trained in that. And my sister is a psychiatric nurse practitioner. So I'm not just, you know, 
pulling this out of the top of my head. Um, but <laughs> when it comes to like their um, identity, your name is your identity. What we do recommend is don't go too matchy matchy because if you mm-hmm. think about it, they're going to sh- have to share so many things in life. Not only the womb, but their birthday, their clothes, maybe their school, their classroom, maybe, you know, everybody's going to think of them as a unit. So what we say is like, keep the names unique. Don't go too similar. Make sure that the names have their own identity so the children can have their own identity. Oh, absolutely. I have heard of some different twins, um, let's say same-sex twins, and um, I've heard of names where there's literally maybe only one or two letters difference in their first names. And I'm like, oh, I just... Yeah, and not only is it close to being the same name, but think of the confusion it causes. Oh, absolutely. You know, in the household, it's hard enough to keep track of all your kids' names, right? You know, my dad would would call us like, Jen, Jen, you know, like (laughs) he would have to go through all of them until he found the right one, right? And so that, but then also people who are just acquaintances, like, which one is that? Do you want them to hear that all the time, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I think it's confusing for the kids, you know, when they're really young, they're trying to figure out who they are. And then, you know, I I know just for identical twins, and since I've got girls, it's hard enough where, I mean, they, you know, my girls, they look alike and everybody gets them mixed up. I couldn't imagine if their names were so similar that people are like, oh, wait, you're, you know, uh, Jewel, oh, you're Julia. Wait, which one? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So what did you do, Christine, with your girls? Well, you know, it's, it's funny. So in, in our case, so uh, my girls' names are Alexandra and Julia. Uh-huh. And um, our thought was we wanted to have just completely different names starting out differently. Um, but then they both end with an A. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, they're – so Alexandra, that's kind of it's, – it's a mouthful. I get it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> four syllables. Yeah. And then Julia. Now, I will – my my Julia, my original idea was for Juliana because I don't know. I like the way it flowed. Mm-hmm. My husband didn't like it. He thought it was a little too much. He, you know, he was like, well, it sounds like a mafia princess. But <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. So, but we were trying to really, in our case, aim for something that kind of had the same uh, flow and maybe mat- syllable matching. Um, and, and then also it, it end, they end in A, mm-hmm. but rather than starting out with the same letter. But right. so that was our, so we did, we wanted to have some kind of a match. That was the, the general direction. But, um, you know, and in fact, maybe, I don't know, Jennifer, like, so if, if parents do want to have a match, what are some different ways that they could do a match without sounding too matchy-matchy? Yeah, well, you know, using the first letter of the name, a lot of people do that with siblings anyway. But, you know, my main recommendation is to go broad, not narrow. Like, don't make it obvious that they are two of a pair. So, like, if you want to mm-hmm. stick with a theme, a good example might be two nature names or like two writer names like Tennyson and Austin or star names like Nova and Aurora, you know, something to do with space. So they're different enough, but maybe they do fit a theme, you know, they fit a pattern, but are different enough to give them their own identity. You know, I used 
to tease my mom that if I had twins, I'd name them Hazel and Basil because her, her mom was named Hazel and I loved the name. And she was like, oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And and now Sunny, okay, and especially with with your girls too. And and so yeah. we both have identical girls mm-hmm. as it's kind of funny, but so yeah, yeah you're you're two. How did you uh come to that choosing? Right. Name? Well, yeah, I didn't want mine too matchy matchy growing up. Um there were two there were identical girls that lived on my street growing up, and they were Kimmy and Kathy, like Kimmy, Kimmy and Kimberly. And Kathy. But oh, we gosh. but we said yeah. Kimmy. We said Kimmy and Kathy. And even that was like a little too close for me. So I wanted, but I, I like the whole, whole idea of it starting with the same letter. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and really, I let my husband pick a name and I picked a name. We just made sure that they both had A's in it. I don't know that like it started with an A. So we have Ainsley, which which I know a lot of people say they don't do this, but Ainsley was going to be the girl if if my son had mm. been a girl, he mm-hmm. was going to be Ainsley. And a lot of people say they never use the name that, that didn't get used, but I ended up using it yeah, for my next not? kid. So, <laughs> yeah, why not? I loved it then. Why can't yeah. I love it now, right? And so, um, so that was my pick. And then my husband picked Addison, which I was like – I kind of wanted something a little because I feel like right now Addison's a really popular name and coming from like my name's Sunny and nobody like not nobody has this name, but it's it is still mm-hmm. unusual. And so I liked growing up having an unusual yeah. name. I think it helped me a lot. And so when my husband's like, oh, yeah, let's name her Addison. Part of me kind of cringe because I'm like, oh, there's too many Addisons. What are we going to do? Um, but I kind of just let it go. The girls. Um, one cool thing that we did is their middle names are both from our grandmothers. So that I is something that. that kind of unites yeah. them. So, yeah. So we have Addison Marie. So Marie's also my middle name, but it was my uh, great grandmother's uh, middle or first name. And then Elizabeth as well. So is, is a grandmother name. So Ainsley Elizabeth is her, yeah. her name. So oh. that's what we did. We went, we wanted something, but again, you know, I, I didn't want it to be confusing. I already have two, two older kids. So I have four kids and, and plus a dog. <laughs> So anything could come out of my mouth at any minute. Exactly. (laughs) So Jennifer, I mean, you kind of touched on some of the things that, you know, parents, you know, should avoid. But I mean, aside from um, having names that are like almost identical in of themselves, is there anything else that parents should try to avoid when they're choosing name pairs? Yeah. And, you know, the first one would be what we recommend to any baby is that anything that elicits laughter or is a joke, um, you know, like rhyming names tend to be jokey, like Hazel and Basil, Stacy and Lacey, you know, things that are a little too cutesy or people might roll their eyes because you don't want your kids to tell somebody their names and then people laugh at them. That's their right, first reaction, right. you know. Exactly. Um, we talked about names that are too similar, like Tracy and Trixie, um, you know, Kimmy and Kathy, <laughs> things that might yeah. – confuse people or confuse them. Um, Also, if you have a boy and girl, don't use gendered versions of the same name, like Devin and Devon or Brian and Brianna, because basically it's the same name. (laughs) You know, you're giving them the same name. And again, they don't have their own identity, right? Right. So like my my singleton, her name is Michaela and it's it's Michael with an A. So yeah, had she been a twin, I think that would have not been a good thing for her to be Michaela. Have a brother named Michael. 
And I'm yeah. sure there are people out there that have done that. And I'm not, you know, casting aspersions or anything. I just, you know, this is advice, right? And mm-hmm. then, you know, other things would be famous couples like Lucy and Ricky, Bay and Jay, Bonnie and Clyde. Those kind of things <laughs> would elicit jokes and laughter. And I say just save those for your pets. Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. I like that advice. Save it for your pet. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about what's hot right now for naming and the things that are influencing the current trends. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, welcome back. Today, we're talking with Jennifer Moss of babynames.com and knitting ideas for twins. So Jennifer, okay, what is trending? So what do, what do we see right now, you know, for different inspirations? Well, for girls, like the old-fashioned names are still in style. Feminine names that do not end in Y or IE. So when, you know, like Ashley is given way to Amelia, if you look at the top girls' names, they're ending in A, Olivia, Ava, Isabella, Sophia, Mia. Nature names are also big for girls, like Ivy, Willow, especially flowers, Violet, Marigold, Lily, Iris. And on the boys' side, we've seen a lot of surnames becoming first names like Parker, Hunter, Bennett, Jackson, Lincoln. And of course, biblical names are always in style on the boys' side like Noah, James, Benjamin, Elijah, and Jacob. And then there's uh, like a little trend coming up, what we call the hyper-masculine names, which would be like Axel, Remington, Maverick, and Colt. I like a lot of those names you mentioned. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's a really good one. I like okay, that. Now, now I'm going to wonder, like, especially with those those hyper-masculine names, the, the Axel, I mean, are these coming from, you know, films and movies? I mean, where are parents getting the inspiration for these names? You know, it's funny. I think it might be a reaction to a lot of the unisex and crossover names. So a lot of girls are being given um, crossover names, not so much boys. But um, and so maybe the parents want to set their boys apart and make it very obvious in air quotes that they're having a boy. Who knows? You know, I think that could be one of the reasons. The other one might just be, you know, especially here in the U.S., we live in a gun society. This is America, you know, and they're being named after gun brands. I don't know where it actually comes from. It's really hard to kind of trace back the source of name inspiration unless it's obviously from a celebrity or pop culture. Well, it's and I'm wondering, okay, I, I know we've got um, the, the Top Gun 2, which is, you know, currently yeah. in production. <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> I, I've got to think that's probably yeah. one of the contributors if we see Maverick on mm-hmm. the rise, right? Yeah, definitely. And Iceman. Iceman better not come <laughs> Iceman. That would be very weird. <laughs> very weird. <laughs> and what about all the, the Marvel comic uh, films that are coming out as well, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know. Do, do you think uh, we would see like a Thor 
Thor actually has been on the charts, you know, and I know somebody in particular who has named their son Thor. It's really interesting. Yeah. (laughs) What do you pair that with? I'm thinking like a middle name, like (laughs) Thor. I don't, Michael, I don't, it doesn't really work. You need something else that's that's just as powerful as Thor. And Odin, too. I knew a, a woman who named her son Odin, which is another god name. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, you know, I, I could see some some multiples, you know, maybe if, if they are, you know, sort of the the Marvel fans, they could, um, you know, pick and choose from among yeah. the, the superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although you have to be careful that it doesn't, you know, names that are very trendy also become dated. So, yes. you know, <laughs> like Jennifer. So you have to think about that, you know, 10, 20, 30 years from now. Yeah, I, you know, one of the things that's that's really popular now is Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. right? Do we have any yeah. Game of Thrones fans here? Woo-woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so so you got to tell me, um, are any of those names uh, trending right now? Do we see that? <laughs> well, the biggest one is Arya. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, I can see that. With both, you know, name spellings, A-R-I-A and Y-A, it's actually number three on the baby names charts. It's in our charts. Wow. Are coming from the names that people are adding to their favorite name lists. So it actually kind of predicts the birth trends from about one to three years. Okay. so that's really big. And not only from Game of Thrones, but it's also lead character in Pretty Little Liars. So I think those two together, mm-hmm. those two shows, have, and and they're a different, you know, demographic too. But those two together have really put Arya onto the charts. Um, you know, some of the other ones, obviously Khaleesi, which is really funny. I have a friend. Oh, yeah. I have a friend who named his daughter Khaleesi. Not Daenerys. Daenerys has not hit the charts. Right. That that didn't resonate with people, but the name Khaleesi did. Because at least at least in Game of Thrones, doesn't isn't that supposed to mean queen? I mean that's what they call it. Yeah, it's a title, right? It's not a name. It's a title. It means queen, exalted one, wife of the gall. Okay. Huh. Yeah. It's pretty. I could, I could see that. Try to spell yeah. it though. I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, that's that's another thing we have to think about is I mean, we're for at least for now, we still use email, which requires spelling, right? right. So yeah. I think isn't spelling a consideration when when you know parents are choosing names? Is it that it's something that's easy to spell so that you know we don't end up with, you know, missing all of our emails? <laughs> but yeah. you know, who knows? Maybe 20 years from now, we're not using email. It's all you know, it's funny. We recommend that people don't use creative spellings of common names, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. Jennifer with a PH and two R's or something yeah. like that, you know, because then your child has the burden of saying that the rest of their lives, mm-hmm. right? Correcting people, um, you know, but when it comes to names that are outside your culture, you're going to probably have to spell it for people. So it, it all depends, you know, we don't say you know, definitely say you can't use that because no Americans know how to spell it. That's being a little ethnocentric. But um, keep that in mind. Yeah. Now, just switching gears here, I'm just thinking, um, 
what about celebrities? I mean, we've, you know, in the last, you know, year or two, we've had some pretty big celebrities mm-hmm. having twins. So I don't know if there's something in the water. Right. Or Don't go to Hollywood, people. <laughs> don't go. Right. Yeah. So what, what do we see for, <laughs> for trends for some of the, the celebrities who've had twins? Well, I think they're doing pretty well. You know, it starts with Brangelina, Knox, and Vivian. George Clooney had Alexander and Ella. Uh, Beyonce, Rumi and Sir. Ricky Martin has Matteo Valentino. Julia Roberts had Phineas and Hazel. And Denzel has Olivia and Malcolm. So the pattern here is there's no (laughs) pattern. Like they're not doing matchy matchy names, right? They're naming them as they're naming siblings. So um, I think that's a really great thing. So that's that's a good, we can, we can kind of take a clue from them. It doesn't have to go together and it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, completely unique. Cause I, I mean, I hear some very traditional names and I hear some, you know, very, very, very classical, some unusual names. So, so um, it's all over the map. <laughs> One of my favorite places to find baby names are movie and film credits. <laughs> oh, my, me too. Yes. I talk about that all the time on our podcast. I, I will be that crazy person that's sitting in the movie <laughs> yep. theater after everyone's left. And I'm just looking at names. And I don't even have any more babies to name. No plans for babies. And I'm still like looking at names. Because what's nice about it is usually films, not all films, but usually they like they cross cultures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you get this really interesting, diverse group of names. And there's always, always names on there that I'm like, oh my gosh, I never thought of that. That's a really cool first name. And what I found from actually living in Los Angeles and my daughter going to school with a lot of creatives is that creative people uh, use creative baby naming (laughs) Ah, or have creative names themselves. Yeah. So I was like, why are there's all these unusual names in my daughter's class? And I'm like, oh yeah, we're in the middle of Hollywood. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks so much, Jennifer, for joining us today. So now if, uh, people want to learn more about baby naming, how can they find out more and, and, uh, connect? Well, they can definitely go to our website, babynames.com. That's easy to remember. And also, my sister Mallory and I have a podcast that's every other week called the Baby Names Podcast, where we go over celebrity baby names and the name topic of the week, which varies. So join us there as well on all your podcatchers. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As we wrap up today's show, we have our final segment and it's called We're Expecting What? And this is just a fun segment that we do because those of us that are listening or part of the show today uh, that have twins or triplets or quadruplets, whatever you have, there was that moment 
when you found out that there was more than one baby, right? And then you kind of look at the person and go, what? So we thought, okay, let's share these stories because most of them are really funny. Now, a lot of the ones are that we talk about are like people write in stories or we find them online or something like that. But this is a YouTube video. Now, this is an audio podcast, so I can't show you the video, but we're going to play this clip so you can at least hear the audio. Let me give you a little bit of background on this. So I believe it is the couple's uh, first pregnancy. And so they don't have any previous kids. And she, the mom just got her ultrasound and she basically lays the ultrasound down, you know, the pictures for the dad to see. And wants the dad to kind of pick up on something being a little bit different and he doesn't quite get it. So uh, let's take a listen. And I just want to give you guys a heads up. There is a couple of curse words in this, but I'm going to bleep that out for you guys. So here is the video. Little thing. That's beautiful. <laughs> Is everything okay? Read it. See anything different? No. A. B. C. I don't understand. <laughs> What's wrong? Is there something wrong? This is a picture A of baby A. Yes. This is picture of baby B. Yes. This is picture of baby C. Okay. That's all of them in one. Were we three babies? Are you serious? One, two, three. Three? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> what, why is that bad? It's not. That's amazing. Having three babies. Holy. (laughs) All right, I'm going to fade it out there. It does go on for a little bit more. But I mean, and you should see this guy's face. Of course, he's like absolutely ecstatic. And and I love I love that he's so calm about like and when he kind of puts everything together, like he's not mad. He's not frustrated. He's not talking about, oh my gosh, how are we going to pay for all of this? I'm sure that right. came later, right? But it was more just like, you're amazing. Like, you he's just, amazing. yeah. Several times. And he, I think he, later on, he even says, you're amazing. Yes. He's like, he's affirming the mom, like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. The fact you can even, you know, like carry three babies. Exactly. Like, and he's like reassuring her, like, you're okay, right? You're okay. You're amazing. Right? Yes. It was so funny because it, it reminded me a little bit of when I, because I did something similar with my husband. So we weren't expecting twins. In fact, we had already been to, it's kind of a tradition that we would at least go to the first appointment together. Like after you have your first baby, you're kind of like, yeah, you don't have to go to all these appointments with me. And so, but it was tradition that my husband would at least go to the first baby appointment with me so we could hear the heartbeat make sure everything was okay. So we had already done that appointment. And then I went in for like, you know, to, to make sure there was like 10 fingers, 10 toes, like the more in-depth at like 11 mm-hmm. weeks, I think. And uh, and so that's when I was told the news. And what I did, so my husband wasn't with me. So after I could compose myself, I went <laughs> home with the, the photos and did the exact same thing. I put it on the counter and my husband didn't get it either. It took him like probably even longer than this guy, you know, in the video to figure it out. And here, all I could get out of my mouth was there's two. And he's like, two what? Two eyes, two arms, like, oh, that's a good thing. What are you talking about? But anyway, so I, I really appreciate this video because I felt like my husband had a similar, at least the first part, it was kind of a similar reaction. Like he could not figure out the ultrasound. <laughs> what is that? 
Well, that wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Twin Talks. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, our show, The Boob Group for moms who breastfeed their babies, Parent Savers, your parenting resource on the go, and Newbies for new moms during the first year. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. This podcast is a proud member of Parents on Demand, a network of high-quality shows for families just like yours. Download our free network app on Apple and Android and listen to your favorite episodes on the go. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, NewMommyMedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.